Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. I am Punk Revolution. Now, obviously, if you're freaking paying for Patreon, you know who that is. And obviously, I'm here with Sophie Jonavarka. Thank you all the Patreon subscribers for paying money to listen to this and for giving us money for supporting our stuff. So thank you. Thank you. This is our special, special Halloween extravaganza special episode. We both love Halloween. We both love horror movies. So we thought we would talk about our top five horror movies. Um, and to be clear, it's horror, not horror. <laughs> horror. <laughs> I'm saying that not because it sounded like Sophie said that, but because I wanted to say it so it's very clear and because my th- my mind just thought of that. All right, we, we can unpack that later. Um, okay, sorry. I'm going it- to get in trouble later now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so we love hor- horror movies. Thrillers. Um, thrillers, scary movies. Scaries. We love the, sc- <laughs> the scaries, like the funnies, we, the spookies. The scary movies, yeah. Yeah, we love Halloween. Halloween is the best holiday, hands down. Sorry, Christmas stands. It's Halloween. You get to dress up. You get to, like, openly talk about scary things more. Not like it's a taboo, really, anymore, but, like, it's just... Oh. Everything's more outwardly scary, like a Halloween-themed. I love that. We get to open up about our scary feelings. Our scary feelings that are buried inside of us. Yes, Halloween is a Halloween is the anxiety um, holiday because it's about fear. Mm, true, but I find it to be like extremely wholesome because I find like people who usually people who like horror are generally like pretty nice people. I I think like yeah, people are really nice and like sweet and like they really like these scary things, but in reality they're just like very nice wholesome people and i feel like halloween is just a very wholesome holiday even if there are like some scary elements to it i guess like horror like haunted houses and stuff i don't know well yeah i think because i feel like halloween more than like any other holiday really centers on just like kids enjoyment and kids happiness yeah but but i think like adults too like it's kind of for everyone. I feel like Christmas is once you get older, it's it's either like you're super religious, or you're really thinking about like that aspect of it, or it's like when you're in older in Christmas, you're not really like have the thrill of Santa or getting presents. You know what I mean? But then you could say the same thing about yeah. adults not trick or treating. But I That's don't know. True. You're right though. It really of- does focus on yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, like, for example, like, Christmas, you can go to a Christmas party with, like, no kids there. You know, just, like, all adults hanging out. Yeah. You know what I mean? With, like, family. But I feel like Halloween is, like, the core of it is the trick-or-treat experience, which is really about just making kids happy because they get to dress up and get freaked out. True. Maybe I'm on copium right now because when I think of Halloween now as an adult, I'm just, like, it's time to, like, go to Halloween party and, like, dress, like halloween vibes and like watch halloween movies like scary Mm. movies you know like i think it's Mm. copium because i i'm too old to trick-or-treat you know well that's valid no that's valid though even as an adult when a friend throws a halloween party and it's a bunch of people in their mid-20s that's gonna be a really solid party yeah and like for context too like i grew up my mom is 
obsessed with Halloween. She has the most insane Halloween decorations you can think of. She makes our inside of her house look like a, a real haunted house. Um, she's she's really into it. She's always loved horror movies. Always, she kind of like she had a huge influence on me, I guess, with like Halloween and scary things. So it's just a very special special holiday for me. So I'm very happy about it. Um, I feel like every time of year should be like scary and fun, but it's really like a special, it's the most wonderful every, time of the every year. Time of, every time of year should be a little bit scary. And it kind of is. <laughs> what, if, you follow, if you follow the news like we do, if you're listening to yeah. the Base News Network, you know things are a little bit scary right. all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's All right, true. so should we roll into the the... The agenda movies. for the episode. Yeah, so we're going to go through our top five favorite horror movies. We don't know each other's lists, so it's going to be kind of like a surprise. But we're just going to go through, starting from five, like, least favorite, but we still like them. And then one to best. Um, we're going to, like, just give a little description of what the movie is and, like, why we like it. And, yeah. So... Do you want to start, Let's Kyle? get this party started. All right, I'll start with my number five. Okay. Number five, you may have heard of it, Sophie. It's called Hereditary. Oh, that, okay, okay. Yeah. I won't I lie, that, that was my five, almost my five. Ooh, did it make your top five? No. Or, okay, but I, so it was number six for you, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, but it's... It's it, it feels like a good movie to put at number five because yeah, all right. So Hereditary, if you haven't heard of it, it's um, Ari Aster is the director who also directed Midsummer, and I liked this movie because well, I feel look, I just it just really disturbed me a lot. It really disturbed mm-hmm. me, and I kind of was impressed with how unpleasant it was like i feel like it was scary in a way that was not only was it scary because it had some creepy supernatural stuff which definitely did get quite scary at certain points but i feel like it just kind of forces you to watch extremely uncomfortable things relating to like trauma and grief and it's kind of it's like it's just it's just so disturbing but like it's so like fun simultaneously it's really Mm. hard to explain like it's kind of fun kind of like there's a little bit of humor in it yeah i see what you're saying for sure like the reason like i almost put it on my in my top five i i thought it was incredible i think it's probably it might be the actually like it might actually be the scariest movie i've ever seen like scare wise you know what i mean it's hard it's hard to watch like it's so scary at at least my ranking it was more like what i like the best like regardless of how scary i think it is but like i think if i had to like rank stuff by like how scary i think something is i would maybe put it as one yeah 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 and i it's feel similar horrifying and it, it's horrifying it's horrifying and to and to me and i know a lot of people obviously you know like for a lot of people like that horrifying experience for some reason is kind of fun like it's hard to explain you know like sometimes being just like it's just exhilarating even though it's disturbing it's also it probably gives you like endorphins or 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 like the adrenaline rush is kind of fun i don't know like dopamine i don't know i don't know how these this works but like there's probably one of those chemicals is happening so yeah 
Yeah, for sure. And it, yeah, there's definitely like humans want to be scared for fun. You know what I mean? In like controlled settings. Like that's why we do haunted houses. Mm -hmm. This is why we tell these stories. Right. So I think I agree. It is fun to get scared. It's fun to like have something actually emotionally move you in a way you're not expecting. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of a, like a interesting experience because like, I don't know, as you get older, you just like, you know, all the cliches, you know, like a lot of, you know what I mean? Like, it's really, really fun when something like actually like scares you and subverts your expectations. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like some people might critique this movie as it does kind of, it's a little slow and steady, you know, and maybe it does kind of play to like a variety of horror film cliches, but like, I don't care. I think people I don't think so. People who think that are dumb. I've I've heard people who like don't love it. All right. Let's yeah. hear your number five. Okay, my number five is Climax by Gaspar Noe. It is a insane movie. I I really would recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. Um I'm just gonna read the Wikipedia description just very briefly so I can give like a good explanation. Um it features an ensemble cast of 24 actors. Um, it's set in 1996, and it follows a French dance troupe that they're like Vogue dancers um, holding a days-long rehearsal in an abandoned school. The final night of rehearsing is a success, but the group's celebratory after-party takes a dark turn when the communal bowl of sangria is spiked with LSD, sending each of the dancers into an agitated, confused, and psychotic state. It is really fun to watch because it's really hard for some people to watch because of how real it feels, but it's hard to watch or really fun to watch because you, you genuinely feel like you're on drugs when you're watching this. Like Mm, that sounds so interesting. You, I, you should definitely watch it, Kayo. It's so insanely like immersive experience, like the music and I'm really into Vogue dancing, you know, and like dance troops and stuff like this from this era. So like a decent porch decent portion of this movie like the first like like honestly like hour is like a most of it a lot of it is dancing like just dancing but like it it like before you know it it like starts to devolve and i don't know there's like various there's 20 it's an ensemble cast so you're like seeing the different like people in the troupe and like their own like backgrounds and stuff and like how it affects them it's it's really there's some parts that are really scary and disturbing it it's scary too because it feels like you're there and you can't do anything and you're like going on the trip like you're tripping with them um and the music is great it's like house music so i think it's like really i don't know i've never seen like actually that's not true i love seeing dance as a horror motif I think it works really well for some reason, but this is like a new kind of vibe because it's, I don't know, I don't associate voguing and house music and like club dancing with like horror, but it, it really is terrifying at some points and it's just filmed really in a really interesting way. The colors are really cool. It, it feels like you're on drugs. So yeah, and it's cool because the experience of being... I, mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I just mm-hmm. know, obviously, the experience of being too high 
is obviously like a horrifying very unpleasant scary yeah. feeling so i could definitely see and honestly this movie sophie like the fact that it's about like vogue da- like vogue yeah. dancing is a motif in it is like really funny to me because that just sounds like your vibe and the fact that it's like the fir- like the first one you come out with on the list <laughs> yeah it's like super super funny we sh- i would love to watch it with you kaya i think you'd really like it um i'm down it's really really good and that sounds like just fun. the idea of being like unknowing like drinking sangria that you didn't know was spiked yeah and like having a reaction like it it gets just really disturbing because i'm not revealing what happens when they get high but like yeah anyway so yeah that's my number five it's not the scariest in the world but it is really a truly interesting experience to watch it all right i am fascinated number four okay cool number four for me is the witch oh yes yeah banger movie came out in 2015 um what's the director's name again oh Ro- oh yeah um, robert robert eggers. robert eggers yeah he also made the lighthouse. he also directed the lighthouse which is freaking fantastic i was thinking of putting oh, the lighthouse yes. on my list but i just oh i didn't know I totally forgot I didn't know, about that movie. I don't think that counts as a horror film, really, though. I mean, it kind of does. I but feel like it is. I, I feel like The Witch for sure is. I feel like The Lighthouse yeah. is definitely scary in ways. But anyways, so yeah. The Witch. So The Witch is a movie that I think is like, so it takes place in the 1630s. I'm reading the Wikipedia right now. 1630s New England. And it's super cool because like, that you can like the actors are talking in like authentic 1630s uh new england english uh, so you got you you basically have to watch the movie with subtitles and the movie's like in black and white and it just like does a fantastic Wait, it's job not in black of, and white. it's in color crazy? no it's in color but the lighthouse is in black and white Okay, my bad. It's no, not you're in black good. and white. You're good. But if but if you, to me my brain thinks it's in black and white cuz it feels old. It does. <laughs> so, it really does feel old. Yeah, they do a fantastic job. So I think it's a fantastic movie with the hor- like ignoring the horror aspects. It's a fantastic movie for immersing you back in time with like in such an authentic way. You have to watch it with subtitles though. Which you should be watching horror films with subtitles anyways. But you got to watch it with subtitles because of the old English because it's super hard to understand without it. But, you know, and then the fact that, like, it incorporates, like, you know, like 1600s anxieties about religion and, like, witches and stuff like that into the movie. It just kind of feels, even though obviously this is supernatural stuff, it feels even, like, it feels real because the acting feels real because you know the characters in this time frame would genuinely believe in like witches yeah. and demons and stuff like that. Yeah, that is my because you showed I had heard of it, but I hadn't watched it and we watched it together. And I was just so impressed with that idea because personally I'm not religious, so like usually like demon stuff doesn't really scare me. You know what I mean? Like I don't really believe yeah. in it. So like it doesn't scare me as much. But I think this movie did such a good job because it's not like about me it's about them and they you know what i mean like they the movie treats what they believe as real you know what i mean like in the movie 
it's it's no nothing psychological like witches are real you know what i mean the devil is real in this movie because that's how that's how the people in this movie saw the world you know so i really like that historical context and like you mentioned about the language like it is so i guess i like horror movies when they're really immersive you know like it really felt like i was transported to this like world and also like um like I don't know. There's something about like early America that just freaks me out. Yeah, I mean, history is terrifying. Like old, old, old. Like history is scary. Like old school stuff is like old stuff is scary because it was just people were bat batshit crazy back then. And yeah, yeah. Which, like you know, just the idea of like being like a colonist, like coming to America, you know, and like just having to set, like you know what I mean, like risking it all to to move to america and like not knowing what would happen yeah and to do that you have to be a little bit insane and i feel like the movie captures that well so not only are like the is like the witch supernatural stuff going on scary but just like the characters themselves are like a little bit scary too because you don't know when they're gonna like do something crazy no it's true it's true it's it's really really good it just feels like a really great work of art all around it really is. I want to rewatch it. I've only seen it once. All right, so let's hear your your number three. Mm, my or four. Number four. I mean, number four. Yeah. My four is House Houseu, the Japanese film. You've seen it as well. Indeed, I have. It is a really difficult movie to describe. I would say it's a Japanese film from the late 70s about a group of girls who go to one of the girls' grandmother's house in the countryside. And I don't know what else to say besides, like, crazy stuff happens there. It's it's one of those, few, one of those horror movies that's, like, really funny. It's a really hard, really hard movie to describe to people. Because yeah. it's, it's very psychedelic. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like, just because, like, so much stuff that doesn't kind of make sense. Yeah. Like, just, like, trippy stuff happens. Yeah. And I completely agree with you, Sophie. It's, so f- it's like, a lot of fun because you just kind of don't know what's going to come next. Right. You know? And maybe that chaos is, like, scary in a way. It's, like, it's like yeah. I, f- I found myself being, like, kind of creeped out by the movie at- because I'm, like, what it- what it- what is going on? Like, like, I can see what's going on, but it just feels so unnatural. Like the things that were happening, the sequence and the editing and everything, and like the tone and the music, felt so unnatural and so foreign. Not because it's from Japan, just literally like there. I don't think there is a movie like this. Any other movie has ever come close to what this is. Like as far as like it, the vibe, it is so unique. And and I kind of feel like because it's like five like young girls who are kind of like have having like kind of like a fun trip together you know what i mean but until mm-hmm. it gets like scary obviously it's yeah. just like it also has like that like sense of like youthful excitement too yes. that like i feel like fits really well with like i feel like the like the creativity of the way the movie diverges mm-hmm. in all these really bizarre ways kind of feels creative in a youthful way as well it's funny you say that because the creator was inspired by like his daughter and what she said about something. I'm pretty sure. So mm, that's awesome. there is like a definitely like childlike element to it. It is, 
it is funny it is very weird um but i i think it has merit like artistically has like a lot of merit you know it's not like a movie that i think is like it's so insane it's good kind of thing that's not it like i think it has a purpose i think there's a reason why it's like that um I've heard, like, several theories about this. My interpretation was, like, uh, like a lot of horror movies, like, like a loss of innocence and, like, kind of, like, going into womanhood type story. But I've heard interpretations that it's, like, a reaction to, like, Hiroshima and Nagasaki and the atomic bomb, like, kind of absurdism and stuff. So I really don't know. There's no, like you don't need to like go into the movie like having those interpretations in mind it's it's really just a crazy experience that you're not going to see in any other movie and to be clear just you know this movie for came out in 1977 so you know just saying for the listeners 1977 pretty you know pretty young like pretty early movie uh, in like the horror genre um from japan obviously and just like that just kind of the fact that it came out that long ago kind of makes it feel even more so otherworldly and ahead of its time. It really is. It's ahead of its time. I really just cannot think of another movie like it that like comes yes. anywhere near what it does. So definitely recommend that one. All right. What's your number three? Well, that is the end of our free preview. Thank you for listening to the preview. And yes, that was sneaky of me to leave all of you on a cliffhanger as you wait to hear our third favorite and other favorite horror films. That's just how you, that's just how the, that's just the name of the game. That's just the name of the podcasting game. So if you want to hear the rest of this episode and you want access to all of our Base News Network episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash Base News Network. And we very much appreciate the support. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed um, the free preview, but not too much because I only want the people who pay the $5 fee to really enjoy it the most because I'm evil and love making money off of podcasts. Okay, goodbye.